It's Thursday, May 12, 2016. The fire has been ruled as incendiary. 2013 West Texas fertilizer explosion ruled a criminal act. This is pretty good news. Price of renewable energy is dropping fast around the world. U.S. Geological Survey confirms fracking is contaminating drinking water in West Virginia. Plus, it's official, Big Oil has abandoned the Arctic. Not sure what that means, but it sounds like good news. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So if I take hairspray, and if I spray it in my apartment which is all sealed, and you're telling me that affects the ozone layer. Yes. I say, no way, folks. No way. Truly spoken like a man who spent years inhaling aerosol in a poorly ventilated room. (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Toyin. Never mind the fact that the presumptive Republican nominee for president is obsessed with hairspray. Stephen Colbert also had this to point out. I was surprised to see Trump so hung up on the current state of hairspray. (laughs) Because I looked it up and the hairspray that destroys the ozone was banned in 1978. (laughs) So Trump has been mad about hairspray for 38 years. Well, the man knows how to hold a grudge, I guess. (laughs) Apparently so. What else do you have for us today that doesn't have to do with Donald Trump and hairspray? Well, it's not nearly as funny, unfortunately. Remember the deadly explosion in West Texas where improperly stored hazardous fertilizer chemicals ignited in 2013? I do. Killing 15 people, including 12 first responders, and destroyed more than 500 homes? Well, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives on Wednesday announced that that arson was the cause of the fire at the unguarded facility, triggering the massive explosion. Here's ATF Special Agent Robert Elder. All reasonable, accidental, and natural fire scenarios were hypothesized, considered, tested, and eliminated as being fire causes. The only hypothesis that could not be eliminated is incendiary. No criminal arrests have been made and the investigation continues. The Chemical Safety Board ruled the disaster was preventable because the 60 tons of explosive chemicals were stored in flimsy wooden bins near homes and schools. Attempts to upgrade safety regulations for fertilizer storage facilities have stalled in Congress. As we always say here, elections have consequences. They do indeed. More fracking water contamination. On the heels of a Duke University study last week, finding fracking wastewater had left widespread and persistent toxic pollution in North Dakota. Well, in West Virginia, the U.S. Geological Survey has definitively confirmed that a dumping site for fracking fluids has contaminated Wolf Creek, a West Virginia waterway that feeds into the drinking water supply and is also harming the ecosystem. Wasn't it West Virginia that had to contend with that uh, toxic pollution from coal ash from that uh, Freedom Industries a few years ago? Yes, it was. Man. 
man, if we get the fossil fuels the hell out of West Virginia, maybe the folks there will be able to drink some clean water for once. It's official. Big oil has abandoned the Arctic. In the wake of Shell Oil losing $8 billion over eight years attempting to find oil in the Arctic, new documents uncovered by conservation group Oceana show that the oil industry has quietly relinquished nearly all of their drilling rights in U.S. Arctic waters at a loss of two and a half billion dollars. A handful of leases still remain. Pressure is now growing on President Obama to ban Arctic drilling altogether. But don't worry, humans are still heading to the Arctic anyway. Oh, good. With dramatic melting of the Arctic sea ice thanks to global warming, a massive luxury cruise ship is set to take to the now open Northwest Passage this summer. The ship's nearly 2,000 passengers and crew will outnumber residents in communities along the route, which are far from emergency and first responders. Canadian officials and the American and Canadian Coast Guards say they are now holding special meetings to get ready. Okay, but there won't be any drilling while they're up there, right? (laughs) Certainly not. All right, sounds nice. Some good news. The price of renewable energy is dropping fast, and solar energy in particular is now cheaper than fossil fuels for electricity in many parts of the world, and that's without subsidies or mandates. At a Stanford University energy conference last week, former U.S. Energy Secretary Stephen Chu said this. Clean energy is actually getting much cheaper than even I, as a perennial technical optimist, thought was going to be. Chu pointed to Mexico, where at a recent auction, private companies Companies bid a record low price for the opportunity to generate solar electricity, again, without any subsidies, cheaper than conventional fossil fuels. It's just money, including profit. This is pretty good news. Good news indeed. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Line it up, baby! Hey!